0: And we're live. Not really live because we're going to edit it, but we're doing so.
1: Yeah, well, we're on.
0: We're on. It's May the 4th in the year 2023. How are you guys feeling?
1: Good. Listen, this is a great day. I didn't really do what I wanted to do Star Wars wise, but... It's I not wa- over yet. Nah, nah. I wore a shirt, and we're, we put the we put the movies on today, so I got to see some Star Wars. It's uh, not a bad, man, but it's a, it's a great day for me. I go home, and I uh, meditate for like five minutes every May 4th.
0: That, that, that seals it for the whole year. hmm Yeah. We're probably going to edit this out, but they are doing Force Awakens. The uh, Philadelphia Orchestra tickets are $25. Um, it's in June, if you guys are down. Yeah, I we'll don't see why not.
1: Yeah. We'll see. I want to yeah. s- see um, Empire Strikes Back in New Jersey. The New Jersey Orchestra.
2: the fuck's the New Jersey Orchestra? That sounds lame as
1: shit. It is lame as shit, but it's the only one doing that movie. Well, I've never heard of that in my life, and I live in New
2: Jersey. They-
1: they probably play in, like, Piscataway. Nah, it's, like, some stupid town, but... Trenton? Um, yeah, some stupid town like that in North Jersey. Trenton. We'll, we'll see. Let's get all of our takes out of the way so we can discuss this, um, this Star Wars thing.
0: Man, someone... You guys should have wrote, like, an intro, like, in a podcast far, far away. I don't know. some stupid.
2: Yeah. Got done work about five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. We are <laughs> we are fighting for our lives.
0: Let's let's spitball one. We we can come back to it. We can come back to it. Let's get it. Let's get into it because it's been an eventful week. Um, so much has happened. We've seen movies. So, like, let's stay true to ourselves. Should we start with Evil Dead? Yeah. Sorry, why not? Um, I, I
1: have a hot take.
2: Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. It's um. This one was better than the 2016 one.
2: <laughs> I'm about to leave.
0: But I gotta, I gotta watch both of them though. Hold on. To to, to establish this. All right, everyone, go around. Give your reaction. Enrique says that Julia go.
2: What's wrong with you? Explain yourself.
0: I just this no no no. Like, what did you think about the movie? Don't attack Enrique. It
2: sucked. That's my hot take. It was bad. I didn't like it. The 2013, flawless, amazing, great film. This, why did it need to happen? Unnecessary, stupid. Go ahead, Pat.
0: You know, sometimes the porridge is too hot. Sometimes it's too cold. Sometimes it's just right. And like, I don't know why I said that. I'm going to set the mood real quick. There's been a lot of movies that I feel like have been made specifically for me recently, like Cocaine Bear or Renfield, you know, like Pope's. Actually, I'm having a lot of fun going to the movies. And this has been just a blast. Everything has been uphill since um, Infinity Pool. And, and, And Evil Dead is one of my favorite film franchises. And I feel like they never miss. So the expectation for me was impossible. And you know what? They fell a little short. But I'm not mad at it. Yeah, that's where I stand.
1: But did it suck or was it awesome?
0: No, no, it's just it was it was in the middle. Like you you know, it, it, I'm not gonna say it was awesome. I'm not going out and getting like a cheese grater tattoo from the movie. I'll get a regular cheese grater tattoo because I like grating cheese. For those of you who don't know, they've been using the cheese grater as like a symbol for the movie if you use the hashtag.
2: I I hate that.
0: Me too. I have I have a lot of, to say on that which I'll get into later, but like yeah like I don't know it 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 fell a little flat for me. There was like room for improvement. Where Where do you guys rank this film compared to the other one, other Evil Dead films? So I would I would really want to hear from Enrique with that because like you know you're sitting there saying it was awesome. You know how do you rank that compared to the other Evil Dead films, which were all awesome? All right, so. Please don't leave. <laughs> she can do whatever she wants. She's a grown ass woman.
2: Um, I'm just surprised. Evil just Dead,
1: Evil Dead Two.
0: Okay.
1: Evil Dead One.
0: Okay.
1: Army of Darkness. Classic. Ash versus Evil Dead, the show. Evil Dead Rise, Evil Dead 2016.
2: Okay. Is it 13? Yeah, it's 13.
0: I believe. Yeah. I both ways. No, but okay. All right. Okay. I, I, so
1: it's not that, it's, it's not that 20, the 2013 one or 2016 one sucks. I, I liked it a lot. I just thought this one was better. But Evil Dead Rise isn't better than the show. And it's not better than
0: the original three. But it didn't suck. It's just, it just happened to be my five. Those happen to be my five and six. Yeah. No, and, and I kind of feel the same way. Like, I honestly put this at the end. But it's like, oh, no, no, like, you, you know, you did good, buddy. You just weren't as good as other things that are great. You pat it on the head and. Yeah, like, you, you tried your best. It's like, it's like um, being six man in, in the NBA. It's like, man, Robert Orr. you know, you made your shots. You did a good job, but yeah. you can't start. Yeah.
2: So I will give it that. It Why did would... I
0: say Robert Orr? No idea. I, I don't
2: know who that is. And I don't care. <clears throat> I will say this is like a perfectly mid like possession demon movie. I don't think it needed to be within the Evil Dead franchise. I don't think it had anything to do with Evil Dead. I don't think the vibes were there. I don't think the energy was there. It just was like completely out of left field, had nothing to do with the rest of the series. Ah! There just like wasn't enough It was just like they they, had the Necronomicon. Yeah. Right, but like what else? People. The 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 style was different. Yeah. They were. I would argue that like why were they so different? It it just like the vibes were completely different. Like the lore was different.
1: Well, they were different in in twenty thirteen also.
2: Right. Right, but that was a reboot, and they were similar enough it just didn't give me anything evil dead to where like I just don't feel like and then like you talked about the cheese grater being a symbol everyone's like raving about the cheese grater scene that was just mid to me I was just I saw it and I was kind of like okay yeah it wasn't groundbreaking it wasn't even that like crazy
1: Yeah, it wasn't even that good of a kill or, or attempt to kill
2: Someone literally got scalped, and you're gonna use like the cheese grater and and say that that's like the most gnarly thing you've ever seen.
0: But the, the thing is, it only um it only happened. You know they only used the cheese grater for a little. Like it's not like she used it on multiple people.
2: Right, and it it was just so like, out of all the things that they could have done, she just like scraped her with a cheese grater.
0: I would propose. If they scrapped the beginning scene, which I love the beginning scene, you scrap the beginning scene, you spend that like five, ten minutes on like a little bit more character development and, and making it Evil daddy, then I, I would really enjoy the, the movie a lot more. Because I feel like things just kept happening back to back and it, it felt a little disconnected at times. Those were my, like, complaints with it that I would have liked to have seen. I also would have liked to have seen some more Easter eggs.
2: Yeah, I I agree. I think there was really no character development here. You could argue, like, the sister accepting that she's becoming a mom, but I just feel like it wasn't enough. There was no—I didn't really see any character, really, whatsoever in this, like— all of the kids might as well have been the exact same person. They had no personality, nothing to distinguish them. There was no point in yeah, The
0: kid speak. was a DJ. He was listening to uh, Dance Yourself Clean.
2: Groundbreaking.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just like me on an average Saturday morning.
2: Right, and it just... I feel like one of the key points of Evil Dead is that it's like traumatic, and it's psychological, and it's... I just didn't feel scared. I didn't feel upset. I didn't feel disturbed. And when I watched the 2013 reboot, I was genuinely scared. Like it creeped me out. I watched it alone in my room and it was kind of creepy. And that's saying something for me, but I watched this and it was just, I I think they meant for it to be like emotional and upsetting at times. And it just wasn't like, I didn't feel anything for this family they're like, oh, we have to move in a month. We don't have a new place to live. But, like, looking at their living conditions, I'm like, okay, you're clearly rich, though. So, like.
0: No, they've, they have they were living in L.A. So, like, to me, that meant, like, okay, so you just lost your place in L.A. You probably are just going to have to move to Texas.
2: Right. Like, literally just move to Texas. Like, I, Yeah.
0: Everyone else does that.
2: They lived in L.A. They also had thousands upon thousands of dollars of, like, equipment and, like antiques and just stuff in their house that they could easily sell like when i saw it to me they were like somewhat well off they just acted poor because they live in la so i think yeah like
0: they can't afford a house in la or another apartment in la for that size family but so yeah you move to another area
2: so, I, yeah, I think it was set up to like try to make us feel bad, but it, from my perspective, the family just seemed like very privileged, and I didn't feel bad for them at all. They also received child support, because she mentioned that. Not that that's, like, I know that, like, that's the yeah, that was- I know that's the bare minimum. I get it, but it's not like they're not receiving it. So, right there, I was like, I don't feel bad for the family. The sister getting pregnant, you know not to be that guy but like literally just get an abortion like why are you why are we tripping about this it's 2023 like Mm -hmm. they make a pill for that i don't know if you've heard of it but like
0: yeah, she had so many options to get rid of the baby
2: also like i just had a huge like the sister the entire time the whole movie was like triggered by being called a groupie and i was like sis you're a groupie like yeah she's like no i'm a guitar technician i was like what is that i've never even heard of that that's not a real job yeah like, it was... but like you're you're a traveling guitar technician like no you're a groupie you also clearly sleep with the band so like
0: mm-hmm. yeah. one of those pays and the other one doesn't pay well and, and you'd be surprised with the answer it's like
2: i also found it like somewhat hard to believe that like she's like oh i'm the only woman in my field like
0: no, for the woman in her group. Like, she was going to be head technician for the band and would have been the band's first woman head technician. That's not that impressive. That is, like,
2: the lamest. Like, why would she even say that then?
0: Because she wanted to feel important. I don't know. Like,
2: I'm the first female guitar technician that this specific band has ever had. Yes. Was with the band, they were probably brand new, it wasn't a known band.
0: I mean, they tour they well enough to tour Asia. I mean, Man,
2: everyone tours Asia though. That's like a common trope that like shitty unknown bands in America they go to Asia and they're super famous. Like that's literally a thing.
0: I'm just pointing out, like, yeah, like that's that was a situation she was in.
2: Yeah. So basically, my point is that there was just I I feel like a common theme of Evil Dead is for not just like visual like scares but also just like the debits are supposed to terrorize you it's supposed to be like psychologically traumatizing and it's supposed to bring up all this baggage and trauma from your life situation and when they introduce the family to us i just i don't feel bad for these people they they have great lives they all have like good jobs and seem to be dead. i don't know i mean
0: the i don't think the mom had a good job
2: well, i think was she was good.
0: a failed tattoo artist
2: Yeah, but like, I just, I probably sound like a jerk, but like, I just, I just didn't feel bad because like, from my perspective, maybe I'm just poor and I am, but like, I was like, they seem to be pretty well off from my perspective.
1: Here's my thing. That just was irrelevant. Like, who cares about that part of the story?
2: My thing is, so I say that because I feel like the deadites are kind of supposed to bring out your trauma. Like Mm -hmm. they, they They
0: kept calling her a groupie. (laughs) Yeah. which is funny
2: that's so stupid and she was so triggered by it but i feel like the whole point is like
0: man she would not survive a day in like a, a northeast city mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but
2: the thing is like they introduce all these plot lines and then they don't use them there's one throwaway line where they reference that she's pregnant and it's like oh two souls and it was one throwaway line why introduce that plot point if you're not going to utilize it? Why yeah. introduce why introduce the plot point of the father leaving and this family crumbling apart if the De- if the deadites aren't going to like utilize that to terrorize them because they really don't?
0: And if they did, I think it would have been better.
2: Yeah, because I feel like that's like a core theme to Evil Dead. I feel like that needs to be part of it. I just feel like it wasn't emotional enough i feel like they just it, it wasn't like scary enough i feel like you're supposed to be terrorized by them and it was just like why why didn't the the demons like impersonate their father why didn't it use their father's voice to like tempt them to I open the like
0: door
2: that would be such an obvious thing to just impersonate the dad somewhere i
1: think to they did him. at some point they didn't no no i think they just said like oh look daddy's right here and that's yeah, when the girl opened why, the door
2: why couldn't it the dad though i feel oh, like that was know. such an obvious thing that they just like dropped the ball on also t- to clarify i saw this movie twice because i saw it the first time i didn't like it at all and then everyone's raving about it and i was like maybe i'm wrong so i went and saw it a second time and i still feel the exact same way i'm being pretty harsh about it mm-hmm. i feel like that's because it got such, like, rave reviews and all of the reviews seem to, like, be like, oh, it's so, like, quintessentially Evil Dead. Like, it fits so well in the franchise. This is, it's, like, the blueprint. It's really, like, the vibes are all there. And I just, for me...
0: I don't know who, where, what are you reading that says it? Because I haven't seen anything that says that. But
2: But (sighs) I, so I will say it's, like, a perfectly mid, perfectly fine passable... Demonic possession movie. I just feel like you could have just had it. What did you a- think
0: of the main actress? Because she's getting, I do see that people are liking her, or she likes herself.
2: You mean Beth?
0: Yeah.
2: Or the mom.
0: The the mom that's possessed. How did she do acting possessed?
2: I think she was fine.
0: Yeah, um, she did great.
2: I, I didn't. I didn't like the writing. I think her performance was fine. I just don't like the way that it was written. Because another thing is, I feel like there wasn't enough struggle. I feel like the whole point of it is, like, fighting the possession. And that never really happens ever in this movie. She's just kind of killed immediately and then reanimated as a deadite. We never really get to see her, like, struggling for her soul. We don't really get to see any character.
0: It's because she died.
2: Right, but I feel like yeah. there should be more struggle. I feel I'm like, fine.
0: like, the
2: we're kind of just like the mom dies off screen and then just becomes a zombie. It was boring. Like,
0: I'm I'm all for it because you know what, life is hard. She's been beat down, and you know what, she just wants to be a zombie and kill her family. And I get it.
2: I think my brain also might be rotten because I've seen at least eight films in cinemark in the last 14 days and like maybe i watched way way too many demonic possession movies because i saw like three that week so maybe i'm just like way overstimulated but this just wasn't enough for me like it it felt boring and like why the hell am i bored in a movie about demonic possession like something went terribly wrong
1: i liked it a lot yeah it but just not as much
0: as the show.
2: I don't like... That's fair. I don't really like being disturbed. I don't like disturbing movies, but this wasn't like disturbing enough because I didn't feel like remotely upset at any point. To me, I think the main thing is like the main characters were super unlikable, so I never felt bad for them. I never identified with them. I just didn't like them off the bat. So I didn't really care Where does
0: like this things. one stack with the new Halloween, the new Scream... Where, where do you stack this one along with that define the new halloween are you talking halloween kills? halloween kills and halloween ends and the last two screams
2: so i didn't like any of those halloween kills was i don't remember i think that one was like regular like it was fine halloween ends was like god awful scream five was bad scream six was god awful so, um, maybe
0: you just don't like new takes on horror, old.
2: No, like I movies. said, Evil Dead 2013 was amazing. It was like near flawless. I think it's an, an amazing reboot. I'm not like, I don't think all reboots are bad.
1: I'm Halloween Skills was a great movie. Yes. Halloween Ends was a horrific movie. Halloween Begins? Was it just? It was, also- just, Halloween. It was just Halloween. Okay, <laughs> Halloween twenty eighteen was what it was. It was great. Yeah, that just it just um, was what it was. If
2: anyone claims that they enjoyed Halloween ends, I would like to speak to them. Like, make yourself known because directly blocked jail. Um, yeah, ha- Halloween ends. Chair. Halloween <laughs> like,
1: ends was really bad. I would say.
2: Yeah, like I'm not hating on reboots. The It
1: sounds
0: like you are.
2: No, like, okay, but do you think Halloween Ends was good? No. Exactly. Like, it just happened. These three that we mentioned just happen to be bad. I don't think reboots in general are bad. I I I like
1: the new screams. I like Scream Five. It was a little boring. In in retrospect, I like Scream Six. It was a little boring though. In retrospect. I would probably say 5 was better than 6 because 5 had my boy Dewey in it and I feel mm-hmm. like that had more person. That was more intimate than 6. 6 mm-hmm. was just like 6 was 6 just was like they I'm just trying to throw like 15 twists at you and it's like you don't yeah, need like to. They,
2: like. they were doing way too fucking much.
1: But Scream 5, I like Scream 5. It was more more personal. Scream 5. Because, like, it had the originals. You did kill off Dewey. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Scream 5 yet, it's not my problem. But you have that group. I don't know why you would keep um What's-Her-Face, Courtney Cox, still alive after 6. She should have died. But for whatever reason... Like how do you
2: kill Dewey and then... Keep her alive. Cox,
1: yeah. Like and that. how do you not pay Neve Campbell and... That,
2: my biggest gripe with 6, like,
0: yeah what is
2: wrong with you how do you the thing is they hired there were so many actors in six and I'm like you couldn't cut out like two of them and give their salary to neve campbell yeah i mean you're making scream six and you can't afford to pay neve campbell
1: well that's like you're making well i don't know because it i was gonna say that's like not getting mark hamill to do but he didn't do um Rise of the
0: Skywalker, so it makes sense.
2: I was just gonna say, we're not even to like the main point of this episode, and I'm already heated.
0: All right, let's I mean, sorry, right, let's go something that we can all agree on. Bo is Afraid, great movie, boring.
2: It was, it was decent. It was decent.
0: I loved it, but uh, it was not what I expected. I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that.
1: Look, I'll tell you right now because I care about you guys. It was super boring. It was super long. You probably could have cut two hours out of that movie. It would have been great.
2: I think that's fair, but I think I wasn't surprised by it. I don't think it was anything unexpected, based on what we've seen from Ari Aster so far. Like I, I felt like it fit right in with like the rest of his work. I wasn't like, I wasn't like disappointed by it because I. It felt expected. I was like, alright, this this checks out.
1: I would rather watch Midsummer.
2: Oh, of course, so would I.
1: But I hated that, but that's probably the worst movie in the history of cinema. Really?
2: And I would I would <laughs> trying to fight today. <laughs>
0: and I would watch that any day over Bo Afraid. There were moments in Bo Afraid that I just thought were really funny. Like oh. I thought they did the comedy really well. I thought like the way that he used the comedy and the fact that Bo is afraid to push the storyline was great. I mean, in my opinion. Like, the use of the Brownlow recluse spider. I Like, that was hilarious.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm not taking away from... Joaquin Phoenix should, for that performance, should be at least talked about.
2: I think he should be talked about for every performance ever.
1: But for that performance, they should chat about, like, maybe we should kind of consider putting these kind of movies in because... His performance in Bo is Afraid was great.
2: I think it's crazy that a film like Everything, Everywhere, All at Once will win the Oscar for a film of the year, but they won't touch on something like Bo is Afraid. When to me... Well, it's
0: one's like, better than... It's one's way same, better yeah, than...
2: Yeah.
0: Julia, chill out. Like...
2: I can't. I'm already riled up.
0: Alright, like, you don't need to... Now you're swinging wild. Like...
2: I'm punching the air
0: right now. You can't see me, but... She almost punched me. <laughs> like,
2: I'm about we're to... Not go-
0: go- I'm not going to get into everything, everywhere, all at once. I've said enough great things about it. And I, I, I like Bo as a I think that there were some choices they made that, you know, were were great. I think every scene that when he got back to his house was great. Yeah, I mean,
1: I'm not going to take away from the fact that it was fun, but it could have ended, it, like, the movie could have ended at least 12 times. And you, that's
2: fair. You're not wrong.
1: Yeah, like, the thing is, you have such a great performance, you could have just made it a sequel. I mean, you could have just made a show. You know, like, it. it every, most of the movie was just irrelevant to the, like, why was he in the woods? What purpose is that? But the Except thing is, that's
0: happened to us all. I, I don't
1: like maybe, chill in the woods. I
2: feel like maybe you just
1: didn't get it. I get it. I'm lonely as fuck too, but <laughs> I don't, like I don't. I, I just I'm not in the woods though.
2: I I, I exactly
1: I, look. So here, here's my thing. First of all. I don't even think any of it happened. I think when he fell asleep, he got bit by the spider and he's dead. End of the movie. Like, I think that's what happened. But I think that's just all part of the fever hallucination that he's having before he dies from the spider bite. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
1: Like, that's, I feel like that is, everything that happened in the movie was that, basically. He died right away and all that's just a fever-induced hallucination that makes me think the story's a little better the movie's a little better but as someone who's longing for something for 3,000 years, I I don't know man it just wasn't for me and I feel Joaquin in that you know like okay. I was looking at Bo like dog I'm just like you man like I related so much to Bo. I feel like Bo was me. I feel like I'm gonna be Bo in a couple of years. Like that is the route that I'm taking in my life. But You're gonna show, get
0: stabbed.
1: Yeah like, like a naked guy in a boat outside of Bo Yeah, yeah. Like I I'm already I already got tons of medication. I never have water. like I'm in Philly, so I'm in the city. I'm near an alleyway, so, like, someone could stab that's, me. That's
2: what you see when you walk outside
1: your house. Yeah, like, I got to no, run. We
0: were, we were talking about it in the car. Like, so Enrique almost moved to a place on, um, in, on Cecil B. Moore, and that would have been his life. hmm It would have been just – that's what I'm saying, though. Because, like. like, I drive past that place every day, and, and, like, all those people are standing. I've seen more naked people with, with weapons outside that place than I've seen anywhere else.
2: It was so funny though when
1: he's
2: naked and the cop thinks he's star. yeah yeah <laughs> and they're scared and the cop's like oh my god don't make me do this don't make me shoot you
1: but like like yeah. <laughs> the movie was hilarious man it was great in that sense but I just feel like <laughs> take it one way you know like take it one direction like make it some artsy fartsy elevated horror or make it a a a. Hard comedy, like, don't try to flirt with both ideas, you know what I'm saying? Like, make I,
0: I, it, make it Shaun of the Dead, make it uh, Midsummer. I, but is, I, I think it, it, it flirted with the ideas, and I thought it did great. And every time it felt like it was getting too serious and I was getting nervous, like, something wild happened. Like, I was genuinely like nervous in the theater, and then. When he's up in the attic, and then they, they showed the dad, and then, like, you just have to laugh.
1: Right, but, but, but here's my thing. Like, it starts to get serious, and then they spend 20 minutes, 25 minutes on lightening the mood. And then it starts to get serious for another 40, and then they spend 20 minutes on lightening the mood. And the next thing you know, you're like, you have gone oh. nowhere, and you're just going back and forth.
2: Man, that's light. Right.
1: Yeah, I get that. I get that, and I understand all of that because fuck, I can't even I can't even talk. I can't even say three sentences. Like I'm stuttering now. Like I can't even say fucking three sentences without repeating myself or something. So I feel I I get the movie, and I I'm not too good for the movie, but it just personally did nothing for me. Yes, I don't right. get me wrong. I did love the movie in a sense of like it was funny. I loved Joaquin Phoenix in it. I thought the character of Bo was great. I, I I the character of Bo is so relatable, even if you don't have like whatever he had going on. Like I feel like his character is so relatable, like <laughs> there's, there's some shit going on, you know? Like in that Look, s- we are all Bo. Oh yeah, yeah. And in, in that sense, I love the movie. I'm like, you know what? This was a great movie. Um, but outside of that, you, I'm good.
0: Do you think it would have been marginally better? So, if I, I kept thinking, if you replaced the, the soldier with whatever Joe Schmo that guy was with Dave Batista. What are you talking about? The the guy who was like f- tracking oh, Bo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hands down, a, a million so times actually, better.
2: The first time you see him, you see him from the back, and I thought it was Dave Batista. It, so
1: it's 100%. The movie would have been 100% better, like percentage wise.
2: I, I... I think Dave Bautista does always bring something to the table. I worry that it would rely on him too much. I feel like... yeah,
0: And, and he's trying to get away from, like, the action. Like, he's a good actor, and he wants to do other things other than just be, I worry, like, muscle.
2: I worry about him becoming the new Anya Taylor-Joy, where they just shoehorn him into things because he's, like, a good actor.
0: Nah, he picks his roles correctly. He does. Yeah, I thought he had knocked at the cabin. He was amazing. I feel
2: like, but I just I feel like he would steal the show from Joaquin Phoenix.
0: And no one can steal. <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe, if
0: I, I would love to see someone try, like it would have it would have lightened the load,
1: no pun intended, for Joaquin Phoenix if he was in the movie because I feel like it would have shifted a bit away from him. But it would have just had enough of him to where it's still, you know, him, him, one, I don't understand the daughter. Like, that whole thing with the daughter was irrelevant. Like, that's just a big waste of time. That didn't need to be there. Like, the whole daughter thing. Taking him around the corner so she can smoke weed and blackmailing him. And what was the point of that? You know, like,
2: what She's was the point?
1: Right, but what was the point of that in the movie? I think,
2: There's no point. The whole film is about fear and that is one of the scariest things that can ever happen to you.
1: It is. Women, yeah, women are the scariest no,
2: things. No, I agree, and I feel like that's man. the whole point. And I acknowledge that as a man, that is one of the most terrifying situations to be in.
0: But yeah, like you, you know, it. He he wasn't doing anything, and he could have ended up on a pedophile list.
2: Exactly, and I feel that was. He might
0: be on one.
2: Right, and
0: we
1: don't know his that, backstory. But you're
2: asking what the point of that was. That was the point because it was scary.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, it was like Ari being like, "Well, what I need to put every fear out there that someone might have." Um. So, where do you guys well, two last things on 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 Bo, and then we will go away with him for a little bit. Where do you guys rank this with? Between Midsommar and Hereditary.
2: Midsommar is my favorite. It's like not one of my favorite movies, but it's like pretty well up there. Like I really enjoy Midsommar. Hereditary didn't really care as much for. So I'm not really sure where Bo ranks with Hereditary. I feel like they're still, I feel like both of them might be like, take it or leave it. I don't know though. I I feel so, like Hereditary grows on me because I've only really seen it one and a half times. Maybe.
0: People are still afraid of Hereditary? Yeah, I mean, so
2: I'll I'll be completely honest, the first time I saw it after that one scene, I turned it off and like didn't finish it and then went back like a year later and watched it. I'm usually not like that squeamish, but certain things just really like put me off. And the first time I watched Hereditary, like I watched it, that scene came up, and I was like, ugh, I don't think I want to watch this anymore. And then I put on the movie Mother with Jennifer Lawrence, and I had a really bad time that day. And I was very upset. That was not the that was not the choice to watch after that. So, but the movie overall is decent.
1: I'm I'm gonna say this, and I honestly. Don't mean it, but I'm gonna say it. Okay. But I I think he sucks. So I think all his movies kind of suck. But I like him. I just think he sucks. I think he's overhyped.
2: And that is your prerogative. Yeah, that yeah. And stupid. again,
1: I don't mean it because I'm just like really tired and you know not really not really here. But I I I think he sucks. That's that's my other hot take of the day. <laughs> is that. Well, I just business. think I just think he's overrated. Like Midsommar was kind of boring. Hereditary was also kind of boring. It's a little gross, but it was kind of boring too, you know what I'm saying? Like and this was kind of boring. Like his movies are just boring. I'm, maybe I'm just not into that having to think about horror. If you don't
2: like elevated horror,
1: just say that. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, as a man, I'm programmed for simple things. So now you want me to think about it? Like I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about why this movie was scary. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just want that shit to be scary. I just want to wake up and be like, mm, I really got to piss, but I really don't feel like going to the bathroom right now because that means I got to get up and walk to, m- to the light in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even, and I, I, I'm not even like scared of shit like that. Like movies, you know, they don't scare. Me. I'm an adult, you know. But none of those those movies were just kind of overrated. They were kind of boring. Again, I don't mean any of this. I'll probably come back one day and be like, "Oh man, Hereditary was so much fun," but like at this present moment in my present state of mind, uh, he's kind of overrated. Like his movies are kind of like bland.
2: That's fine. I, yeah. don't, I
1: don't feel any takeaway away about. No, that. I mean, I, you know, I want you, you, you know, I wouldn't say to be an asshole either. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I I, I don't know. Like, I just think his movies are kind of whack. What about you, Pat?
0: I love his movies. I mean, I'm, I enjoy them. I liked all three. I put this one in the middle. I put Midsommar at the top. And I put Bo and then Hereditary. I think Hereditary like is a great watch for a lot of people. And I think that's the most watchable of all of his movies. But I do just enjoy... I've enjoyed these a lot. And I'll probably revisit this and put Bo at the top uh, when I further think about it. I have I convinced some coworkers to go see Bo tonight. Oh. Wow. Um, yeah. um No, no, no. It was the right move. Cause when I came in on Monday, they were they both go, We watched this movie called Midsommar. Have you ever heard of it? And you know, like they, they acted like it was like this like secret movie that no one's ever heard of. And they were like, We really liked it. It was weird. And I was like, You guys gotta see Bo.
2: The thing is, I would never recommend Bo to like literally anyone. It's one of those movies that we see because we're like because we do this and we Mm -hmm. have a film podcast. And I
0: would see this anyway. Like no, I
2: I would have seen it anyway too because I enjoy like A twenty four movies and I enjoy Ari Aster movies. But I would never recommend this to like an average person who doesn't watch those types of films. Like, I, I tell my regular friends, like, you don't need to see this one. It's not for you. I'm not gatekeeping. I just wouldn't necessarily blend it.
0: So, I think that this is perfect for them. I think they'll hate it, but there's going to be moments that they're generally going to hate me for, for, like, highly recommending it.
2: I, I don't do that to my friends personally.
0: They're not my friends. They're just coworkers. Oh, like us. <laughs> I like you guys a lot more. I actually actively hate both of these people, so that explains it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, guys, you really got to see it. So I can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah, they might fight me in the parking lot. Bring it. Um,
2: calling so Tom. this is it. Bo's
0: been doing terrible in the box office. It's a tremendous flop. I wanted to talk about it, but let's just move on to Star Wars because we've been talking way too much about this
1: i'll just tell you because i wrote a note he's not in trouble this is the this is the new fad like slashers were in like the 80s you can make these movies he's not he's fine it's a flop it'll become a cult classic nothing to see there
2: yeah i agree let's move
1: on let's talk about the meat and potatoes
2: yeah of today i mean for
1: pat just the potatoes just the potatoes yeah the corn and potatoes. The
2: cheesy fiesta potatoes.
1: The fries.
2: Nacho fries. Yeah.
1: So today is May 4th. By the time you hear this, it's probably not gonna be May 4th, but No, yeah, like May 20th. <laughs> no, nah, not twenty. Come on, man. Don't disrespect me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I just bit my mom disrespect me earlier in the day. People well, just I been mean, disras- she was just
2: being regular.
1: People just been disrespecting me like no, no. So, anyways, start star today's May 4th. And as everybody knows, it's, you know, International Star Wars Day. And this isn't even the Star Wars episode we wanted to have, but it's a Star Wars episode. I'm sure we'll have more. Today is a great day because me personally, I'm I'm not like a like a nerd fan. I don't do cosplay. I don't do that kind of like you would <laughs> if you No, no, I'm saying like that super devotion to, and I didn't mean in a disrespect for it, but like that super devotion to the cosplay and like, like I don't own a lightsaber, you know, I don't practice kendu or whatever it's called. Like I don't, I don't, but like I, I would, I guess, like that's how much I like. Like I would do it if that was a thing I did. Like if I cared about stuff as much as like certain people, like I would do cosplay and stuff. I don't know what, but anyways star wars so i'll tell you my story right what, what i when i got introduced i was probably it was probably like 95 96 i was in mexico maybe 97 i don't know but i was in mexico and my cousins were like you know like do you want to watch this movie with me i'm like all right cool so we saw new hope i was like oh this was really cool right it was late we went to sleep my bad my cousin came back the next day yo, you want to watch this movie? It's part two to the one we just saw, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. That's when I got introduced to Empire Strikes Back, right? And as a kid that age, obviously I didn't get to see it in theaters. I might have heard the jokes here and there, you know, the the big, everyone says, Luke, I'm your father. Like, I might have heard that in parody form, but I didn't really pay a lot of attention to that kind of stuff. But when I saw the movie... it was probably the greatest thing I saw and it was probably the most scariest thing I saw because it was the first time that, that I watched something where the bad guy wins. And it was the first time that I saw something that I'm like, I have to see what happens next. You know, like most movies I saw, it's like, whatever, I saw it. I don't really care about Lethal Weapon 2. I don't care about Predator 2. I don't care about You know, these movies, not that I didn't like them, but I'm saying, like, I don't care about what happens next in these movies. But when when Empire Strikes Back, it's like, I need to know. I have to know. You know, like, I can't not know what's going to happen next. So we watched Return of the Jedi. And since then, I kind of was, like, really, really hooked. Plus, he had the toys and stuff that I broke, and I'm really sorry for that. But like, I, I love Ninja Turtles. I loved Aladdin, right? They, those were like my two, and Power Rangers, but those were like my two big things. And at the age that I was, Aladdin and Ninja Turtles were the biggest things right now. And Spider-Man, but that doesn't fit into this mold. Aladdin was just a street kid in the desert. I mean, that's Luke, but he's not a street kid, but that's Luke, you know? And then Ninja Turtles, were they were ninjas. You know, but the point was like, I was like, oh my God, these movies are literally everything I love in one movie. Then you had blasters, you had stormtroopers, which I thought were awesome. You have lightsabers, which were great. You have the force, you know, like the Jedi mind trick. Fuck. I did that shit all the time. Like who, like when, when I was a kid, every fucking time at an automatic door, you know, like. That that was just a lot of fun and just so I don't get rambling. Um, Too late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I saw *Phantom Menace* in theater and I, on the first day it came out, and I have never not seen a movie on the first day that it came out since then. So *Phantom Menace*, unfortunately, *Attack of the Clones*, *Revenge of the Sith*, *Force Awakens*. I saw a few times. Last Jedi, which I have a take on that soon, but Last Jedi and Rise of the Skywalker, all, all of them we saw the day of. Well at least I saw the day of. Alright, so that's it guys. We're gonna um, <laughs> we're calling in a night. Call it a night. Nah, but like Pat didn't Pat didn't like Star Wars. Pat like cussed me out because I was like, Do you wanna go see Rogue One? I never cussed you at like he... Yeah, you did. You said what the fuck
0: do I look like?
2: I, I do find Well yeah, because you probably
0: assumed that was you assumed I was a nerd who worked for IT. No, and probably thought I had like Star Wars like Legos in my desk.
2: No, like I I I'm not judging you. I'm not stereotyping you. I just find it fascinating that you weren't into Star Wars until a few years ago. Not because of how you look or anything, just like I assume that like most men like Star Wars, so I know, like I don't want to overgeneralize, but like I just I'm, I was surprised that you didn't.
1: It 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 just I I just asked Pat as like a we it, I, it I, came I, off as like a you fucking nerd. So look, it was December. I just started the job in October. I was trying to make a friend and I'm like, yo, you want to go see? And you were just like, what the fuck do I look like? I don't watch that shit. I was like, oh, okay, cool then, you know, whatever. But then I found out you, like, fucking love dinosaurs, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Those are so different. <laughs> nah, like, you, you know every dinosaur known to man, but you didn't watch Star Wars? Like
2: He was pissed off you didn't invite him to Jurassic Park.
1: No, I did, though. I went. I went to Yeah, we went to Jurassic Park. We went to the um, Franklin Institute. Yeah. The the Jurassic Park exhibition at Franklin Institute. Was that
2: before
1: or after
0: you invited him to Star Wars? After. Also, you know, yeah, like Enrique got me into Star Wars and I genuinely enjoyed watching the, the films. And I think the way Enrique presented the films made it actually enjoyable to watch. So, like, yeah, I watched all the films and TV shows in a short period of time as an adult. And I think it's fascinating because Steve from Through Nick and Thin did the same thing around the same time with his um, now wife. And they did it. They did the order, order that it was released in. And he does not like Star Wars at all.
2: I just feel he, like.
0: So like, I find that fascinating because you are like, well, you got to start with Rogue One and and i think that that made a big difference
2: i feel like as a millennial you have to actively try to avoid star wars like you had i did it left and right for like 30 years like um how did so i
0: never had the opportunity growing up
2: that's so fake like yeah i'm i'm just shocked that like because it transcends generations. Like, it surprises me that, like, your dad wasn't into Star Wars. Like, none of your friends were into Star Wars. Like, how did you avoid it?
0: So, I got invited to see... Um, what was the... Th- the si- episode 6? No. Or 3. What are you talking about? What was the... What was episode 3? Oh, Revenge of the Sith. Resen- Revenge of the Sith. I got invited to see that in theaters... And I accepted the invite, and when we went, we were three hours late, and we ended up seeing, like, Mighty Joe Young or something. Like, something completely different, like...
2: Hours
0: late. Because my friend's mom is was irresponsible as a, as a child. It was like we were at, at his house playing, like, video games, and she's like, wow, man, the movie's starting. I'm going to smoke some cigarettes and... I'm going to cook us some breakfast or cook us some lunch. Then we'll go to the movie. Yeah, they had like 10 showings. Yeah, okay. I know. But like, this was like towards the end, like, so like my friend, he was like a star Wars fan ish. And his mom was like, yeah, we're going to go. And it was like months after it was out, like towards the end of its showing. And we went and saw something completely different in college. Several times. My friend John tried to get me to watch star Wars And I was like, I can't do it. So I didn't. He was like big into Star Wars and he was like, was really trying hard to get me to watch it. And I feel bad because like, I feel like I should like write him and be like, man, I'm sorry. We should watch Star Wars sometime. You should. I don't know if he's like alive or in the country or whatever.
2: I hope he's doing all right. Me too. I hope he's watching Star Wars right now
0: i i hope so as well yeah so like i like i it was like the opportunity my cousins loved star wars but like i wasn't like going over my cousin's house to watch movies
2: that's crazy
0: Mm -hmm.
2: i feel like that's all we did growing up yeah all you do it like what else do you do as a kid besides watch movies with your cousins ride bikes there's like three activities and that's one of
1: them yeah ride bikes Eat snacks and watch movies with your cousins.
2: And I can't ride a bike, so there you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We, we, we leaned heavy on the ride bikes and eat snacks. Damn, that's crazy. I was
2: too busy playing outside. He didn't see any movies as a kid.
0: Man, I've seen movies, just not regular movies.
1: Me and my uh, dad did that award video. Every like two days, we run right to a war video because it was cheaper than Blockbuster, and you cop up a couple a uh, couple movies, couple Nintendo sixty four games. You know, I had Step Brothers at the time, so I used to chill with them, play Rainbow Six, watch like actually I had I remember my dad one time he was so mad he said why the fuck do you want this stupid thing? I had asked him to get me the um you know the 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 the, the blaster that the droids use. Mm-hmm. I asked them to get me one of them, and we played with that thing for, like, two months until we broke it, so...
2: That's how it should be.
1: Yeah. I fucking shot everybody with that thing.
2: Character building. Mm Mm-hmm. Poor memo right there.
0: So, like, we're, we're in this world now where Star Wars is owned by Disney. We've seen a lot of content be pushed out. We're getting more Star Wars content now than ever... How does it feel being a Star Wars fan? Does this content live up to, like, the rare movie every, like, once every 10 years?
1: So a new Ray is coming back for a new movie. And I thought I sent... Yeah,
0: you... I'm, ex- I'm ecstatic over it. Yeah, we talked about it.
1: No, but I thought I sent you guys the picture I saw of the filming, and she's pregnant in the movie. I don't know how real that is. I mean, could... I Pregnant I'm... with Yoda. I'm like really gullible, so Yoda's been there for like. I feel like,
2: like I saw, I was reading something about that earlier today, but I thought it was about one of the other sequels, but it might be about the new one. Well,
1: it's 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 actually Ray,
2: like right. in the photo.
1: He's I Who's the thought, father? Probably Kylo.
2: Yeah, I want to say I saw an article about that earlier, but I thought they were like head cannoning the sequel trilogy.
1: Either way, I'm I I. We'll say I did like Ray's character. I'm not, I'm not, we'll get on that part later, but.
2: Now the wheels in my head are turning. There's a lot happening right now.
0: The shows. Have you? No, I mean, like, we, we are inundated with shows.
2: I've seen some of them, not all of them.
0: So, but- like, is that a testament to have the quality, given that
2: so- you as a
0: Star Wars fan are not watching all the content being put out?
2: It's not, because I only have but so much time. I literally don't have any time. So that's why I haven't seen, like, every single show. But some of them are, like, amazing. So I don't, like, I think the quality, like, obviously it's going to be hit or miss. But, like, The Mandalorian, to me, is some of, like, the top tier Star Wars Mm -hmm. content of all time, period. It's, like, ranks pretty... High towards the top, if we had to rank every like Star Wars,
1: like, yeah, no, the Mandalorian. So, when the Mandalorian came out, it was truly one of the greatest things I saw. It was really good, but also Andor was really good. Ahsoka is probably gonna knock all of these out the park.
0: Yeah, I I really liked Andor. So, hit us with with some of your your top, hit us with some of your lows, Um,
2: just in general.
0: Yeah, or let's stick with the TV shows. All right, so
1: obviously The Mandalorian is up there high. I'm, I'm safe to say I'm assuming everyone...
2: Yeah.
1: I think we could say that's the best. Well, I'm getting there. The Clone Wars. That
2: that was my question. Are we, like, every yeah. show? Or we. Every, every, every TV show. Well,
1: okay. The Clone Wars. Okay. So,
0: like, Clone Wars, Rebels.
1: Yeah, so, like, The Clone Wars... Phenomenal, top-notch show, top-notch. The Clone Wars is high-level story building. It's high-level writing. It's high-level voice acting because you want to, obviously, it's, it's an animation, so you want kids to watch it, but you also want to attract all of the 20s, all of the, like, 20s to 30-year-olds at that time that were like, fuck these prequels, man. They suck. You want to track them and get them to be like, maybe I should go back and watch these and
0: see. Right. No, I, think the, I think the whole thing was this, the prequels suck, but this is good, so there's still hope in Star Wars. Right.
1: So that's what opens the door for them to say, you know what? Let's try another show you know what let's try a movie you know what let's try a trilogy because the clone wars it ended abruptly yeah and then it just came they were like oh fuck no we're gonna finish the last season and that seventh season Mm -hmm. that seventh season is probably one of the greatest seasons of seasons of shows i have ever seen and i've seen a shit ton of shows and season seven has some of the best writing for animation, for any kind of show in general. Like the story arc of a character that had no purpose being this big in Ahsoka and then turning her into the new hero, to, to not, not just to give you content, but to elevate like to show you that like you can elevate new characters and have like so much pull with these new characters. I mean, that season was hands down probably one of the one of the best seasons of any season I have ever seen of any show.
2: I'm not gonna argue with that.
1: Yeah that that truly. I love Rebels. It was a lot of fun. It doesn't touch the Clone Wars. It doesn't for me, touch. Rebels is number one. Okay. That's fair. I mean, I love Rebels. Rebels is also another one that's really good. Rebels, Star Wars Rebels was a show that kind of made you like it, it led you into characters, but you know they can't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like right. these characters just can't exist. But somehow they figured out a way to write it in to where it's like, "Ooh, we can't exist these characters because they threw them in Rogue One. So it's like, oh, they're in Rogue One. And it gave fans a lot of stuff they wanted. So I, I pointed this to Julia. Julia and I went to go see the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, which top-notch movie, by the way. But we went to go see the, the – it was in theaters for the 40th anniversary. And I – so I remember them saying that Rex finally was confirmed – that he was in Return of the Jedi. He was the old man with the white beard. Because he looks a lot like the Rex in Rebels when he's already old and with the white beard. Rebels doesn't take that much. Rebels is kind of like not too long before that. So, like, it all makes sense. It's like, perfect. You gave fans what they wanted. But what I really enjoyed, and this is why I think these, these shows are so great, these, these, these two shows in particular. In Rebels... You can see in Rebels, you, you, there's like... I don't even want to say it's a bit, but there's a... I'm going to call it a bit. Where Ezra keeps taking Stormtrooper helmets and outfits and like infiltrates the, the Empire so easily because he just happens to have a Stormtrooper outfit all the time. So there was a time when Rex had to wear one. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't like it. He felt goofy in it. And in Return of the Jedi... Like when, they, when they're when they getting captured, when, when, when Han and his group's getting captured, took over one of the scout troopers' uniforms and the guy playing, who's allegedly Rex, is in that uniform, which has nothing to do with the movie, doesn't push anything along, doesn't make anything better. But that show, I don't even know if that was intentional, but that show and then seeing that in a movie that was made 40 years ago is like... It's, it's just it's just great. It's just great writing. It's great, and
2: that's the whole
1: point, right? Right. Like you can't get that with the Mandalorian. You get bits and pieces of new lore they're trying to give you, and they try to add some. But like you'll in these shows, if you watch the Clone Wars, and then go back and watch the prequels, you're like, these really weren't that bad. You know, if you just watch the prequels and then you don't see Clone Wars, you're like, hmm. But there's just so much great story, storytelling, character building, tension. I mean, there was a there was an episode where uh, Anakin actually turns into Vader, but then snaps out. You know, and and like all of that stuff is just really fun to watch. But like the Disney shows, I mean, they're not doing that bad. Either. Those those are some great shows too. Like yeah, The Mandalorian is fucking. I'm-
2: I'm genuinely impressed. I mean, we got the sequel trilogy, and it was, it was fine. It was just okay. Some of it was really bad. Some of it was good. Overall, I didn't hate it, but some of the shows on Disney Plus are like really hitting yeah. the nail on the head.
0: Yeah. But they, they, some of them are are failing too, like Book of Boba Fett.
2: I mean, it's tough.
0: it wasn't that it failed. So my thing is the storytelling style that we saw in Boba Fett that we saw a little bit in Andor and we saw a lot in this last season of the Mandalorian of them like deviating from the plot and slowing it down.
2: Yeah. That's where it goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one of the parts
1: that really sucks. The Mandalorian, the third season of the Mandalorian had so much hype. I mean, I just could not. I was like, God, I cannot fucking wait for The Mandalorian to come out. And I just couldn't wait. I'm like, come on, man. Like, you got to come out. And then it comes out. First episode's like, fuck yeah, Mandalorian's back. But then they kind of go and they do goofy things. And then it's just like, but you get that glimpse of what the show was in like an episode or two. And then you get the last two episodes that's like, God damn it. This fucking show is so good. You know like it the, the spoiler alert if you haven't seen it I, I can't help you. You know that's that's, that's a, on you. That's a personal problem you got to work yeah. out but
2: get some help.
1: Yeah. Like the last episode like the second to last episode when they killed what's his name? Paz Vizla. Well, anyways, when they killed Oh, Julie, did you even see it? Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm so sorry. Like, when they killed him, like, he they gave him a heroic death, it's like, fuck, yeah, this, this show is so great. And then you have that whole episode where he's, like, trying to escape and trying to get out, and then, like, the Black Saber, the Dark Saber's gone, all this stuff that, like, you kind of throw into it, it, it just, it, it makes you, it ends with, like, man, I can't wait to the Mandalorian's back.
2: It, it definitely came back around. There are parts where you get a little nervous and you're like, what's going on? This is not the vibes. And then it, it brings you back. It's yeah. The
1: they're smart because they do just enough at the end to make you remember. God, the show is so good.
2: And like end of season two, I think we were all like, well, what's going to happen? What's going on? Oh my on? God. End like, of season two was amazing. But like when, they, when they're separated and you're like, well, where is it going to go from here? You're like, oh, it's going to be a completely different show. It's going to go off the rails. And then they open season three and they're like, just kidding. Everything's back to normal. It's just regular again. Mm-hmm.
1: And
2: I was kind of like, eh, it's...
1: And that's kind of where the book of Boba Fett came into play because they had an episode describing that. Yeah. And that's all well and good. But why don't you just make more Mandalorian?
2: Yeah, it's it's giving a little bit. The plot armor is made of beskar, but it's okay because it's Star Wars. We can give it a little bit of. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's solid in the end. Yep. Spe- like season one, if you were to just ask me, if season one, best Star Wars content.
1: Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. Hands down.
2: If we're only considering season one, when you get into season two and three, still really up there, but. Maybe
1: not, but that episode, the episode, the Luke episode. That's probably one of the fucking best parts. That's probably one of the best endings of the series. To be fair, when they captured, when they finally captured uh, Moth Gideon, that ending of that episode is probably the greatest I've I've ever seen of that season of 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 the series.
2: I, I do really enjoy how it started off as being like an, an offshoot and they really just kept like tying it in more and more some i know a lot of people didn't like it a lot of people like rolled their eyes when luke showed up they're like come on really like i thought we were getting original content and now fucking luke skywalker walks in like i'm bored but no like i i thought that was good i
0: oh yeah fuck i, I
2: wasn't mad about it saying
0: i don't think anyone was mad about it
2: i think people were mad about it
0: i remember checking twitter as me and Enrique, I think watched it at, at, at like four in the morning, and like you check Twitter, and like Twitter at like four in the morning was like blowing up, of people losing their shit.
2: That's your Twitter.
0: Feed. Yeah. <laughs> no, a bunch but like, of nerds.
2: I think at the end of the day, like, Star Wars- that's a,
0: that's what I said. I replied to every single one of them. It's fucking nerds. It's...
2: <laughs> You know, at the end of the day, we know Star Wars fans can be toxic. It's always going to be super divisive. You're going to have the ones that are, you know, you're going to have the ones that are like, where's Han Solo? Where's R2-D2? And then you're going to have the other side of like, come on, can we get some original content already? I'm sick of seeing Carrie Fisher, like.
0: Whoa. She got her star tonight. Today, Yeah. Why do you have to drag her down like that?
2: No, like I'm, I'm not that person. I'm saying I'm not that person, but I hear that criticism a mm-hmm. lot from Star Wars
1: fans. I, I will jump and say that um, Star Wars
0: fans are toxic. What's like? We're gonna let's just get into that. Like, I just does anyone else have anything to say on TV shows?
2: Not, not other me. than
0: that, we're all excited for like Ahsoka. Yeah, I can't wait for Ahsoka. Aculite's
1: gonna be fun too. That Aculite I read takes place. Back 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 in a day. Okay. Which is great.
0: We need that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited, man. And I I'm super excited for that and I'm super excited to get the new um the new game. Oh yeah, That looks gonna be a lot of fun too. Speaking of
1: Battlefront 2, the storyline yeah. of Battlefront 2 is also part of the Star Wars timeline. Such yeah. a, such a great storyline. The video yeah. game, but such Both amazing.
0: of the, the one we, I forget it, the, 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 uh I have the game too. It's like Survivor. One, like Survivor, Survivor, whatever, that one's amazing. They are like top tier, some of the best writing, I think, and I'm super excited to see where the sequel goes. Battlefront 2, me and you played it, and I'm like, that was so much fun.
1: Yeah, that, that, that story was a lot of fun. The thing is, that story is part of the canon timeline. yeah like it's it's when you see when you see them put the time on um, time time line up it's that's it's it's that story's in it it have like a battlefront 2 and such a great really really such a great storyline for a video game the fans are nerds just just like
0: fucking shut up man and just watch uh, yeah like they just like, enjoy it, man. They'll
2: never be happy. That's the thing. Is yeah. Why
0: is it that they're never gonna be happy?
2: I so I from personal experience, when I saw, um, what was it? What's the Force Awakens? That's episode nine.
1: Yeah, no seven.
2: Oh, seven. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. So when I saw like episode seven and eight in theaters with my friends, like I had friends sitting next to me that were like every time like a known character from the original trilogy would come on screen they would go like oh come on man like what the fuck like this is so dumb like like r2d2 and c3po roll out and they're like people are like rolling their eyes throwing their hands up in the theater like that's that's literally what i saw in the theater
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and i i was just like and i just turned and i was like can you be like more boring like like why are you here then like i literally why are you here if you hate star wars like go home like Mm -hmm. if you're gonna get like visibly angry when c-3po comes on screen like why did you come to see a star wars movie if you hate star wars it's
0: it's just they don't know how to have fun
2: right like yeah i get it i get that that was cheesy that was yeah they took a big risk in the sequels it's you know, you have Luke, you have Leia, you have Han Solo, you mm-hmm. have all of the original droids. I get it, I get it. Chewbacca's there, I know, but like, have a little fucking fun. Like, if you're boring, just say that. Like, if you hate Star Wars, how, just say that. Like, what you did hate, you expect? How can you
1: hate Chewbacca?
2: You my my thing like, is like, it had to tie in somewhere. How how you could not just have a trilogy that's just Kylo Ren and Ray and Finn.
1: Kylo, I I think I I mentioned this when we talked about 65, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Kylo Ren killing Han Solo, and then Han Solo coming back, Rise of the Skywalker, meeting with the dad he killed, was truly some of the greatest acting you could not have in a Star Wars movie, and you could not have that without that, like, intimate moment, like, I saw, when Han Solo, when I first saw the movie and Han Solo came up, I was like, yep, I'm about to fucking cry, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he realized his mom just died Mm -hmm. and that killed him. And then Ray was such a bitch and brought him back to life. He's like, I have nothing to live for no more. My mom's dead. I killed my dad. I'm a piece of shit. Everyone's trying to fight me. Then you bring me back to life. Then I see my dad who I just fucking killed not too long ago. You know, like, you can't have that intimate moment without the original cast. Right. You just can't I have it.
2: Just, I, I personally, like, I know and I've seen people who, like, they saw those characters come back and they just checked out. And I'm like, okay, I, I get that it's a little hokey. I get it. I do. And this is, might be a hot take, but the original trilogy is bad. It just is. They aren't great movies. They have a lot of flaws. But we love Star Wars anyway. So for these people to come out and say they hate the sequels, it's like you you watch the original trilogy, though. You might even enjoy the prequels. So who are you to say that you hate the sequels? Like, like have you seen the original trilogy? <laughs> like, they're goofy as hell. They're goofy. They're silly. They're like...
1: Pat, what did Brian say?
0: Oh man, when Jar Jar Binks was in basically um, yeah,
1: like we don't we we fail to realize because we're so high on like yeah, bro the seek sequ- the the prequels and the sequels aren't better than the originals, but like Brian, my old roommate and Pat's friend, also my friend, we
0: yeah, I was saying, old roommate and friend, good guy, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah. Brian doesn't have many takes. But when he said this, I
0: said, oh, no, depends on what mood he's in, because he either has too many or he has nothing.
1: Well, I might have seen him in the nothing stage, because, uh, yeah. but so we were talking when then I was like, yeah, something about Jar Jar Binks. And he's like, I don't understand why people hate Jar Jar Binks, because he's basically Yoda. Goofy, like just goofy, silly, right?
2: Like I, doesn't talk
1: right. Like, it's the same is thing. He's
2: pretty silly. But again, I tell you, watch the original trilogy. Like the Ewoks are like such a huge character in Return of the Jedi. They're kind they're they're teddy bears. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to look at me with a straight face and tell me that the original trilogy are super serious movies and they're like cinematically perfect and flawless. Well, Harrison they're Ford's not.
1: acting is pretty bad in the movies too. Like it's just like super cheesy a acting. A lot of the
2: acting is bad, a lot of the stunts are bad that's not to say that they're bad movies and I don't enjoy them, but just like, I, I just find it really strange that people are like lifelong Star Wars fans and for some reason they expected like super cinematic, high quality movies. And I feel like if be, the, be the, for real.
1: The most cinematic parts, I guess, besides going to cinema, because there's nothing more cinematic. Plug. The fight between... The fights between Luke and Vader, those are probably the most serious. Because even the fight between Obi Wan and Vader was like fucking goofy as shit. Um, the battles, the battles with the Death Star, those don't line up. Like Rogue One had some of the best space battles. The Resistance, every time they came out in the in the, in the prequel and the sequels, fucking the 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 Poe Dameron is way better character than any fucking pilot in the original trilogy, including Luke. Poe is fucking cool as shit. You know what I'm he saying? He like, That's
0: why he hey, should be Poe's that dude. Player.
1: And it, it, it's, it's like that thing where it's like, all right, yeah, we love the original trilogy and we'll love the original trilogy forever and we'll defend the original trilogy forever. But let's not pretend like fucking um, uh, Poe, badass. Fucking loved him. You know, everyone says like, "Oh, Poe's just Han Solo," and who gives a shit?
2: <laughs> That's the point. That's literally the but, point. But
1: like, who gives a shit? Like, Han Solo's character was so fucking cool. Who cares if they wrote another Han Solo in? You like, who gives a fu- who? Who cares? You know, like, it's just like you want to be so fucking original and be like, "I hate the fucking prequels because of this." You want to be so fucking smart, and it's like. It's a, it's a movie, man.
2: Like, it, like, literally the original trilogy, goofy as hell, silly. Like, when Darth Vader picks up Palpatine like a little kid and just yeets him. Yeah. Like, that's the goofiest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. So, like, you want, like, these super serious, flawless movies. Like, for what? Where? Like, where is this coming from? And again, like you said, star wars is very repetitive we see the same themes similar characters over and over again like you said we were talking about today like you know it's just a different sith lord Mm -hmm. it's it's all the same thing there's just a different sith lord except when it's palpatine again Mm -hmm. but and i don't want to be this guy but if you're a lord of the rings fan nothing happens for like three movies
0: four hours a pop
2: yeah the extended edition they're walking for 12
0: hours. That is so not true. We're not getting into that. That is the worst take you've ever had. All right, man. We'll, we'll talk about that on our Lord of the Rings We'll put a pin in this.
2: One.
0: But
1: I... Okay. So, with, with that being said, Pat, I don't know if you've done this. You probably did. You probably didn't. You can probably bullshit it. I'm going to rank... My person, personally, my favorite Star Wars movies in order, not including Rogue One and Solo, but Rogue One and Solo also very fun movies. I, I'm gonna rank mine, and it's not like uh, should high-
2: we do this?
0: Why not? I don't know. I feel, I feel like everyone does this. So,
2: so I, oh. I just have one thing to say. I don't think we need to rank them. I think we can all agree that Revenge of the Sith is the best episode three definitely is number one definitely. and i will not be accepting any criticism or comments at this time
1: it's li- episode three is literally on right now and it's it's during the greatest 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 dialogue in star wars history when it's not at that part yet but it's uh, anakin's about to fight obi-wan and where we had at the part that we're on we're not watching it obviously but p- episode three if the whole movie was just right after Obi Wan sliced him, that is some of the greatest dialogue. I I honestly watched that and I'm like, God damn, this is so good. Like when he's telling him, he's just like, I loved you, you were my brother. And he's just like, I, I hate you. Just going back and forth. And he's just like, You know, I, I almost I didn't to do that, this, man. that you speech on like,
0: a mug for you.
1: You should have. My God, It was great.
0: It really I was is. The, go, I feel like, yeah, I, for some reason stopped it,
2: me. So this, being a person that was born in 1995, this is the first Star Wars film that I saw in theaters, like when it was showing for the first time in theaters, because it came out in 2005. I was 10 years old. This is the first Star like I was a Star Wars fan before that. I had seen all the other movies, but this is the first time I got to see like the actual theater release. I'm sorry, Pat, that you didn't have that experience. I feel like it <laughs> fundamentally changes you as a person. And it's all right. I wish you could go back and experience that.
0: It I it looked, was... I tried going, but it would have meant nothing because I didn't see any other movie.
2: Just know that there's a universe in the multiverse where you did see it and
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we went to go see Rogue One back in December 16, and
0: sixteen. Two thousand and sixteen. I walked home I walked home from New Jersey in the snow that day.
2: From New Jersey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what he claims.
2: You walked home from New Jersey or you walked to the Paco?
0: It was in the snow and I walked to um, the Ashland Paco stop.
1: Okay. <laughs> Instead of the Lindenwall
0: one. Yeah, no, because there wasn't there there was like no way into the Lindenwall stop. The bus was not running. So I walked all the way to Ashland and somehow got in and then I got home. It took me like hours. The options were either crash at Rochelle's place or oh. go
1: home. Yeah, no, I would have walked in the fucking snow myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Would've I walked- couldn't see for like, for, for majority of it. So I just had my glasses off and I was just like moving slowly. I spent an hour and a half at the one bus stop. And then I was like, I don't think the bus is coming, so I'm just leaving.
1: Yeah, I lived in Britain at the time, so I just went home, caught caught the movie in violent, drove home in the snow. But episode three, I'll agree with Julia. Well, I've said it many times, and I've said that secretly, and but it's never been a secret. Like episode three So Empire Strikes Back, I always have it at one because of nostalgia. But honestly, episode three is uh definitely but here's one that also could be up there with like two or three. The Last Jedi, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, man. I'll punch them in the fucking face. Like, The Last Jedi was honestly, truly, probably one of the best Star Wars movies, hands down. Like, not even fucking joking. I remember walking out that theater and said, Holy shit. I, it might even been on my, I might even put it on Facebook. And I just was like, Holy shit. That was better than Empire Strikes Back, and I don't stand on that anymore because I think they both were just equally as good. Luke's character when Luke said it's not going to go the way you think, I was like, "Holy shit!" This fucking guy is like, he is serious. Because earlier in the movie, you know, he's he's like, "I'm not a fucking legend. You guys call me that, you know, like." And and it it relates so much to all these fucking nerds that are like. The original trilogy, bro. Luke Skywalker, bro. But it's like, Luke himself is like, I'm not a fucking legend. I never was a real Jedi. I didn't finish my training. I didn't do any of that stuff. I defeated Darth Vader, but I didn't even really defeat him. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have died had it not been for him throwing the Emperor off of the fucking ship. Like... Luke basically said, I ain't shit, man. Like you guys put me on a pedestal. I ain't shit. And then at the end he's just like, I'm trying to fucking tell you. It's not you can't fight the first order. Like it ain't gonna go how you think. I was like, oh damn, he's for real. You know, like he really ain't shit. Don't get me wrong, Luke Skywalker is my security question to almost everything. Like, who's your hero growing up? Between Luke Skywalker and Spider-Man, those were my two heroes growing up. So I'm not knocking Luke Skywalker, the character, his role in the Last Jedi made me say, "This is such a great movie." And then him coming after being a little bitch, coming up with like hitting him with the Okie Doke. I painted that scene when when like I have that scene painted, and I might even put it up on the podcast. I have like I, I did a Star Wars Day um, celebration back like when I first moved to Philly in like twenty seventeen, and. One of the things I painted was those scenes when he's fighting Kylo, but when he's at the door, when they, when they finally blow up the cave that they were in, and that fucking scene where he just like walks, and you just see all the fucking everything. You just see the whole fleet, everything. there's smoke and there's fire, and him just like walking, I was like, "This fucking dude, no wonder he was my fucking hero growing up." You know, And like, okay. You can't be tired of Luke, man. You got to kill that. It's like, you kill that, that fucking movie ain't shit. Luke coming out, basically young boy and Kylo Ren make him think like, he's like, oh, I just sliced him up. He's like, nah, you dumb piece of shit. Like, you just a stupid kid, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know.
2: I wouldn't
1: go that far. No, no, but I'm saying like, he's just like, you just being a stupid kid. You really think you could kill me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're fighting a hologram. You know what I'm saying? Like, you find a hologram the whole time. So, I don't know. The Last Jedi, definitely up there, top three. Revenge of the Sith, definitely up there, one or two. I don't really care what order you put it in. You could put it at two, you could put it at one. Last Jedi's got to be at three, if not four. Return of the Jedi can be three, but those are like the top tier movies of Star Wars. Sorry, I feel like I've been. No, this
2: is what we're here for.
1: I'm just like. I fucking love Star Wars and I just get so tired of people saying stupid shit all the time. You know like right now it right now the scene where Obi-Wan is fighting Anakin is on that is the greatest. The greatest lightsaber battle throughout the whole anything they do nothing will top that ever not even Darth Maul coming out. Like that was cool, but that doesn't have the impact of Obi-Wan and Anakin. Not just was it like awesome as shit, but it doesn't even have the impact of them fighting. Like that that battle hands down the greatest battle, the greatest lightsaber battle ever Star Wars can ever make. Like how can someone not appreciate Revenge of the Sith. I don't understand how someone cannot appreciate that movie. Hayden Christensen was an amazing Anakin. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Like, he was an amazing Anakin. Yeah,
2: I, I see a lot of criticism for him, and I just don't really get where it's coming from. They're like, oh, he's a whiny brat. He's just a kid.
1: That was Luke. That,
2: that was, no, but that was the point. hmm He's supposed to be, like, a shitty 19-year-old. He's a fuck, was He was a point.
1: fucking slave for 10 years.
2: Right, like...
1: He he was probably the best casting for Anakin. I I think it's a wig, second best Star Wars hair, men hair, we'll say because obviously Leia has the greatest hair of any any I, person. I just want
2: to say the prequel in general has some really great wigs, and I'm, you know, I critic, you know I talk about makeup and wigs a lot on here. I feel like, but. There's no excuse for modern day Marvel movies to have shitty ass wigs when the prequel lawless.
1: I agree. Obviously Kylo Ren, greatest hair in Star Wars history. Pat, who 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 do you think has the greatest Star Wars hair? I mean it's it's Kylo. I, I agree. I'm I'm not fighting that. I Kylo Ren and that's Adam Driver's hair.
2: Yeah.
1: So like That is the greatest head of hair in Star Wars history.
2: I love that that is just his hair. He's like the one Star Wars character where like he just walked on set and they're like, "You're good."
1: Yeah, he his hair like can't cut it. No,
2: he's like, "You're gonna slick it back," and they're like, "Nope, you're good."
1: But Hayden Christensen might be a wig, Uh, also amazing hair. So Anakin, Revenge of the Sith, Anakin. Amazing hair. Attack of the Clones, Anakin, the worst hair I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah, sorry, that's that. So the most unappreciated Star Wars character. Like, who's the character that you feel just does not get enough love?
2: I have a hot take, so maybe I should save it. For... No, go. No. You know what I'm going to say.
1: Who doesn't get enough love?
2: Yeah.
0: Go ahead and say it.
2: It's got to be Kylo Ren. Me I ask. mean, I don't... Me he know.
0: literally just said he has the best hair. Yeah. Right, I but... I think it's young Han Solo who did an amazing job and and honestly, every character in Solo I thought was great. It was super interesting and everyone hates on them, so there was, that's my answer.
2: I, I, I wasn't crazy about Solo. I didn't hate it. It was
0: amazing.
1: Young, young Han Solo, third best Star Wars hair.
0: Great act, like I thought he did a great job, and he's got great hair, but also like all, all the villains in it like the, the one chick and Ness um, Imphis awesome. Ness, yeah, like yeah. these are some awesome characters. And people are like so high on themselves that they're like, ah, oh, I don't like it. Or
1: I'm kind of pissed they didn't. Um, they're gonna do a Lando show, I'm kind of pissed they didn't pick up Solo 2.
0: I know, I wish they did, they, it deserved it.
1: I'm going to tell you probably the most unappreciated Star Wars character, Wedge. Wedge is probably hands down, well, he's neck to neck with Chewbacca, but Chewbacca got
0: his love at Rise of the Skywalker. He got his medal. You know, because everybody would- But also, everyone likes Chewbacca, like even in in, in the universe and you know, like fans. Well, everyone knows Chewbacca. Yeah but what i'm
1: saying is like wedge wedge was like holding it down for the fucking re- for the rebellion for six fucking movies man like this fucking dude just could not die you know what i'm saying like wedge did not die at all like this fucking guy was shooting down tie fighters for like 40 years him and leia were like Killing fucking Imperial soldiers for like 40 years, man. Wedge has been one of the most loyal, one one of the best pilots. He's... I don't know if he's the best pilot, but that motherfucker ain't dead yet, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that, That dude's still alive, man. Like, when he... When he came
0: out and in that's Rise like the of... definition of not dead is is still alive.
1: Yeah, I mean, when when he when they showed him in Rise of the Skywalker, I was a little upset because you should have shown him in all three movies. I get it, like you showed him in that one; it had such a great feel. It's like, yes, you know, it's but it's like. That dude, like, this dude has been your best pilot for, like, 40 years. Please don't say that. I just saw you write that. Please don't say that. For Don't even mention <laughs> it. Don't even bring it up, all right? <laughs> wedge. No, now you got to say it. No. Wedge. Hands down, Wedge is probably the most undervalued, underappreciated, Character in Star Wars history. That guy is truly one of the best.
2: Yeah. Also, Pat, to to circle back, I feel like you're crazy for saying young Han Solo because I feel like he wasn't that like unappreciated. Like
0: he was very much a, a No else? one can
2: like the whole movie like we what else yeah was- and
0: like no one saw it.
2: Who's no one?
0: Like this, I don't think no one saw it like not till it went streaming. Like, no one went out to it, just banned the box office. When me and Enrique went and saw it, we saw it in a, in, a, in a theater, we were the only people in it, and we saw it opening week.
1: Yeah, that is true, though. We went to go see it. Well, we went to see it at 11 at night, too, Pat, on like a Wednesday at the Ritz. That's
2: that's on you. All of those factors <laughs> contributed to.
0: I I liked I liked uh, uh and, and like he was a great character. I just think like the 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 criticisms against him were unwarranted. If there was ever like another movie needed to be made, it should be Solo 2.
2: I feel like they made a mistake of like like will they be able to get that actor back?
1: Yeah. I'm sure. Will yeah, he loved back? it.
2: Good because I feel like we need that. Again, I would love to see more tie-ins because what's the point of being a fan of Star Wars if you hate when there's Star Wars references in Star Wars movies? So, like, I'm here for it. I Solo isn't my favorite, but I feel like we needed it, and it did tie in a lot of things, and it tied up a lot of loose ends, and it filled in a lot of potholes. It did what it needed to do.
0: But also, like, it introduced us, like, Infos Nest was so cool. Like, the only... The, there was one negative... And that was the love story between Lando and the ship.
2: Yeah, like I. I oh yeah, that was weird. I, I understand, as fuck. but it it made sense.
0: It, it it I don't know, like
2: weird. Yeah, but was it like too? They had a physically
0: two? romantic relationship.
2: Yeah, but you know,
0: man, he's
2: just that kind of guy. Like it's just
0: it's so crazy
1: that fucking Obi Wan. Had to kill his fucking like little brother. God, this part is just so fucking. Good, I know man. it's it's
2: really distracting. We're watching like the end. Of
1: it's episode. so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna live react. Nah, nah, nah. We can still we could. I I I won't get distracted. I, I don't
0: believe it.
1: He was the chosen one.
2: <laughs> they were brothers,
1: man. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Like that was fucking hated. Oh God. Anyways. I, so, Pat, you you also had, if we were to make a Star Wars movie, what time period?
0: I mean, yeah, there's like a lot of people keep wanting, uh, you have an infinite amount of time and everyone wants it from like the same generation, which is fine. It's It's given us a lot of great stories and characters, but like, I don't know, grow up. Like me? Just in general, everyone. Well, they're they're making a High Republic
1: trilogy apparently. You know, that's like thousands and thousands of years before the original trilogy. I like what what do you touch on? Like years after the race story? I mean they're kinda of doing that now. What was it
0: like Darth Scion?
1: Yeah, but that's like during that time though. That's during the High Republic.
0: Yeah, but, that would be fun.
1: They're doing that though. But that's not that's not lore anymore. That's not canon anymore.
0: That's well, if they make a movie, it would be.
1: Yeah, true. I mean,
0: and also, like, I don't know, use your imagination. Like, you could you could go to like Knights of the Old Republic.
2: Yeah, I'm very much here for like
0: recan. Yeah.
1: Things. I would love to see a movie of like a young, Qui Gon, I. Really love Qui Gon's character, and there was a point in time when I would do my hair like him, and I just really enjoyed Qui Gon. I would so, like to.
2: So, what does that look
1: like? I feel like that would be more. Hmm, so that would not be a good movie. <laughs> it would just be like an origin
0: story, and that's kind of right.
2: Like, I'm, like, what's
0: the Amazon Yeah, like, do we song? need more? Uh, I, I, I liked Qui Gon I think he would be cool. I also think like Ezra would be a cool.
1: So you're saying because the thing is, we don't know anything about that time between like the High Republic and the original tri- or or the Yeah. So, I guess that like gap when I guess it would just be like that gap in between those two because you can do anything and you can. Fuck, you can literally do anything you want. Like, you have all the char- you have all the like characters in the sense of, of species. You can choose one and and just kinda go with it. I don't know. That's that's kind of a tough question, man. I don't even know who I would cast in, in a movie like that. I mean they've casted so many people. Like who would you cast? Who's young Timothy Chalamet? He has some great hair. Would you cast him?
2: Probably like an Onion Taylor Joy. No, accent. I'm not saying I agree, but I'm saying it's the way things are going. I feel like who are the who are the hot? Well, because I feel like Star Wars, they really don't pick.
1: They don't pick who's hot.
2: They they, they pick don't. who's not. Right, so it wouldn't be Timothy Chalamet either. Because
1: we talked about it earlier, um, Ewan McGregor wasn't hot.
2: Well, he was. He wasn't like physically hot at the time. I was saying, like,
0: he was, he was hot, like
2: popular, popular hot. Yeah, he was a popular actor at the time. He was hot
0: at the time, too.
2: He was, but he got hotter later on. It's
1: the hair. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah,
2: so I was like, wow, it's crazy that, like, he wasn't even, like, hot, hot yet. Like, little did they know he would get even handsomer.
1: You just had to cut the, it's just that stupid ponytail. Same thing with fucking the Anakin. The That's buzz cut liked. with the
2: ponytail, yeah, it was not doing him any favors. He was in, like, he was in his train spotting era, and they put a ponytail on
1: him. I, I I, would probably... So, I like the Dune movie. If I had to cast, it would kind of be hard because... You know what? I would cast a young Wesley Snipes. I would do it when Wesley Snipes was, like, maybe, like, late 30s, early 40s. I think he's, like, 50 now.
2: I, I'm confused.
1: I... Would make this movie.
2: You would have made it like thirty years ago. Is that
1: what I would make it now. Okay, sorry, that's stupid. Because you know, like, if, if we're I would,
2: doing that, we can we can go that route. I, just I would love, sure. I would
1: love Woody Harrelson, but he's already in Solo. Right. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's it's too hard. I don't know what actor. I don't. I, I don't know. I feel like this question was just a, a setup. There's there's no way you can. There's no way you can truly answer this. I'm
2: just gonna say this now. Padme deserved better.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Um circling back. Underserved, she deserved better.
0: Yeah, Pat, this trivia. Um I don't know, we don't have time for it. Okay.
2: We'll hit it in part 2.
0: Yeah, we've gone on long enough. So like, I keep thinking though of like the the amount of gap that they don't have and and do you think that there's a responsibility to fill in that time period? There's like thousands of years of nothing, or to bring it up to modern times?
2: I don't, I definitely don't think there's a responsibility to bring it to modern times. Um, the gap, I don't think they have to fill it in. I think it would be nice. You know, we obviously don't want content like the same exact time periods over and over. We want there to be a little bit of overlap. I just think, yeah, obviously there's like endless amounts of things to explore. I don't think anything Yeah.
0: And but like if you go too far away to where you can't make any references i think that would be interesting to see how the nerds react because like
2: interested too because i think that based on some of the reactions i've seen i think that's what some people want and i obviously i would still watch it i'd still be there for it but i just don't i don't really get the point because then you basically have the movie sixty-five.
1: Which was a Star Wars movie.
2: Right. Basically. So like yeah, that's like my, my whole takeaway is like if you if if you're one of those fans, also let us know. If you're one of those people who gets annoyed when there's like Star Wars references in Star Wars, please tell me why. Yeah. Um, and who hurt you. Yeah. Like, I'm not completely against, like, a standalone movie that has nothing to do with anything, but there's... I mean, like,
0: let's just say you do a trilogy, and and that's where I think Knights of the Old Republic did it right, because it was a video game. And it was a video game that a lot of people really liked. So, like, that makes it interesting, and that makes it easy to to bring to light. I get why they decanonized it, Um.
2: I feel like the only really big mistake they could make right now is just making a direct sequel to the sequels and just bringing Ray back and just making three of the same movie.
0: I was going to say, yeah, like, what, what is something they need to avoid?
2: That's really the only way you can go wrong is if you really change nothing and just direct continuation.
1: Well, I think that's what the new trilogies are going right. to be. Right. Yeah. I,
2: it might be a little bit of a mistake to go directly chronological but that being said like i'm obviously i'm so gonna see it opening day and i hope it's good i'll probably like it because it's star wars and i'm not miserable
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean at the end of the day it is just star wars and as long as they don't fuck up completely it will be good
2: I mean, it's not Lord of the Rings, so they're not going to be walking for, like, the ninth row. No
0: one was walking for that, like...
2: I'm just saying. And... Twelve hours later, they just got to Mordor.
0: Did you watch all of them?
2: I got too high and couldn't really watch the second movie, but then I went into the third and nothing had happened.
0: What are you... Alright, this is over. We're done. We're not doing this.
2: Entire sequel, and nothing changed. They're still on their way there. I'm like, they're still not... No.
0: The, the, the... So much happens in the second one. Like what? The whole entire battle of Helm's Deep. The Rohirrim. You have... Um, they get the Seeing Stone. Come on. There's so much that happens.
2: It didn't change anything.
0: It didn't change anything. It, it changed everything.
2: They, they still had the ring, and they still had to go to Mordor to destroy the ring.
0: Well, yeah, you know how far it is?
2: Yeah, but like...
0: Very. And they got little legs.
2: It was a long-ass walk, they have short legs, and some shit happened in between. Why did it need to be 12 hours? It
0: should have... You're right, it should have been longer.
2: backpedal, because I feel like when I talk like this, people think I don't like Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, because you're a terrible person.
2: (laughs) So I was at a party not long ago and someone overheard me talking about Star Wars and then, like, turned around to someone and was like, oh, Julia must really hate Star Wars. And I was like, no, I actually love Star Wars. Like, um, so, like, I am complaining, but I do like Lord of the Rings. I'm starting to get more into it. I have a lot of friends. Like I'm like when I have these criticisms and not saying it's bad, I'm just comparing it to you're kind of a hypocrite if you're a Lord of the Rings fan and you have like these dumb pet peeves about Star Wars. Like that's all I'm The saying. only
0: pet peeve I have about Star Wars is that Poe and um, Leia didn't end up together.
2: Alright, we're we're ending this. Cut it. We're yeah. done. Good
0: night, everybody.
2: Good night.